Hello, I'm Sean McLeod, British Ambassador in Belgrade, and this is my blogcast, The Online Diplomat, talking about the weather. Grey and windy in London, wet in Vienna, sunny in Skopje, improbably sunny in Dublin, sultry in Lisbon. Online meetings of British diplomats often start with friendly chat that sounds a bit like a global weather forecast. After all, Talking about the weather is something that British people are famous for, and British diplomats are no exception. There's a good reason why we talk about the weather so much in the UK. We are a country with a long coastline and a small landmass. Our weather is very changeable and rather unpredictable. There's a lot to talk about. Diplomats take many habits with them when they go abroad, and for British diplomats, talking about the weather is certainly one of them. I think it's a rather nice habit. It helps us communicate with all sorts of people around the world on uncontroversial ground. With our own colleagues around the UK's diplomatic network, it's a nice way of reconnecting with old friends and of building up a mental picture of the lives of people you know hundreds and thousands of miles away when they are doing a similar job to your own. But in the UK for the past few years, we have had even more weather than usual to talk about. Our weather is full of even more surprises, constant new records for the hottest temperature, more frequent flooding and so on. Our climate is changing, not just in the UK, but around the world. Increasingly frequent catastrophic weather events, melting polar ice caps, rising sea levels. And those same rising temperatures that have an impact upon people have an impact upon landscapes and upon wildlife. This November in Glasgow, working with our Italian colleagues, the UK was due to host the next major UN International Climate Change Conference, called COP26. Sadly, that won't be possible because of the coronavirus pandemic. In fact, the conference venue has been converted into a temporary COVID hospital, named after Louisa Jordan, a Scottish nurse who died in Serbia in 1915, caring for typhus patients. So the COP26 Glasgow conference must wait until November 2021. But climate change will not wait. The emergency facing our planet will not go away or slow down because we have other challenges to deal with. So the UK and Italy will be working throughout the year to make sure that whatever challenges we face from COVID-19, climate change and environmental protection remain high on the international agenda and practical action to build a greener future and protect our natural world continues. With COP26 to look forward to next year, diplomats, and not just British ones, will have more reason than ever to talk about the weather. In the meantime, we hope that international leaders will be setting their own ambitious national targets for reducing carbon emissions to zero. The UK target is to achieve this by 2050, in other words, in 30 years' time. Targets like these mean we need to speed up what Prime Minister Boris Johnson calls the Green Industrial Revolution, phasing out the most polluting power production, developing more environmentally friendly transport and investing in greener technologies. Some international diplomatic conferences deal with complex issues that may seem remote from ordinary everyday lives. But these are all things that affect us all directly or that will affect every one of our children and grandchildren. Talking about the weather. Grey and windy in London, Wet in Vienna, sunny in Skopje, 
in Probably Sunny in Dublin, Sultry in Lisbon. Online meetings of British diplomats often start with friendly chat that sounds a bit like a global weather forecast. After all, talking about the weather... Ten years ago as British diplomats, we often talked and wrote about the UK's ambitious targets for greening our own economy. I did this with genuine enthusiasm and commitment, but also with a whispered question in my mind as to whether we could achieve everything we were promising to do. That whisper of doubt has long gone. What might have seemed like science fiction then is today's reality or tomorrow's certainty. We did invest in innovation, in greener technologies and in greener energy production. Green jobs were created and green energy costs did come down. For example, the cost of offshore wind power is now 70% less than it was eight years ago. As a result in our investment in a greener future, we've massively reduced our dependence upon fossil fuel. This year, for the first time, the UK went for an unbroken 67 days without using coal to generate power. That's a very long way from the coal mining valleys of my mother's own childhood. And a long way from the coal-fired stove I remember her cooking on, or the coal fire that heated our hot water. There's still much, much further to go and much more to do to reduce our impact upon the environment and build that greener future for our country and our world. Like all global challenges, solutions need to be global. So the UK has invested over £1 billion in clear, clean power projects in the developing world over the past five years. But of course, it's not all about energy and economics. It's not even just about weather. Greener economies have cleaner air. Cleaner air means better health and better quality of life for everyone. Even intense international cooperation cannot stop climate change or reverse the damage to biodiversity in a day. But as individuals, we can all do our bit to help protect the environment. We can reduce the amount of waste our household produces. We can recycle more. We can choose, choose greener or more energy efficient options when shopping. We can walk or cycle when making short journeys. And we can help to keep our environment cleaner and healthier by not dropping litter. This week, the British Embassy in Belgrade will be making a small contribution to improving our local environment when we spend a morning helping clean up a stretch of riverbank along the River Sava. In future podcasts, I'll talk about some of the other things we're doing to help protect and reduce our impact upon the environment. I'll be talking as well to other people who are working to raise environmental awareness and to protect nature. But now, I'm off to find my Wellington boots and to get ready for our riverbank cleanup. up